Actually, it was uh, quite an interesting day. I started with the group Exco, so they were just taking me through on aviation industry where they are and some of the topical issues. And then after that, I went for a staff town hall and uh, and I had a few negotiations of uh, things with with uh, with some of the partners today. I was part of the discussions. Then I came here, so it's quite quite insightful day actually okay so then let's talk about your assessment obviously SAA has been in the news for quite some time now you would have engaged with some of what's been going on there I'm just trying to gauge your attitude going into this job it's a tough job and great deal of expectations yeah, look, since I signed up in September that I'm going to join SAA, I started taking a lot more keen interest in SAA. So I've been listening, reading uh, what's happening online, on television, on different media platforms. Uh, but also I've been tracking the airline industry, aviation industry uh, in the continent and in South Africa. So I, my sense was that uh, the, there's still very good fundamentals uh, for an airline in the African market, if you like despite in heightened competition. But also there are a lot of challenges within SAA in my reading uh, today and the two, the past two months I've been uh, tracing, uh, uh, well, taking keen interest in SAA. Also, if you look at the major drivers in the airline industry in terms of cost, fuel, foreign exchange movement, uh, there's been great stability in those in those key drivers. What it, mean, it means to me is that a lot of what's What's it, lots of the challenges in SA are within the reach of the people inside SA from the shareholder, the board, and the people there. So there are, there's not too many external forces like oil movements, pricing on fuel, as well as foreign exchange movement that are adverse. So in a sense, to turn around SA, it needed a lot more commitment to execute on the plan, and a lot of the variables are within the reach of the people at SA. Hence, hence, hence mm. my attitude as that is doable. Obviously, I mean, either way, you answer the question, but it does call for some criticism, looking back at what may have gone wrong. There are those who've said uh, mismanagement has been a great part of that. Of course, lack of implementation of the uh, strategies, long-term strategies, etc. What is your view? Say the fundamentals are still in place. You mentioned the fact that there's uh, a great competition, which is, um, you know, having a bearing on the performance of SAA, but there's some who say SAA is just generally no longer relevant given the fact that it enjoyed a monopoly, it's lost what a a great deal of its market share of the business, etc. So what is your view of what has gone wrong? Look, I think uh, a lot uh, needs to be done at SAA. A lot of what needs to be done is around executing the strategy. So in my reading of a lot of uh, documents, which I will continue to read uh, today moving forward, there's, there's no lack of understanding of what needs to be done. Uh, there's been a number of turnaround plans and so on. And, and if you look at the various versions of that, they point to similar type of things. Uh, my sense is that uh, what is needed is the will to execute on those plans and really transform the organizational culture and how people look to the market uh, as as a as the only reference point of what they need to do, it's about what the market is doing, competitors are doing, is what customers want in terms of taste and preferences, and how the organization responds. So, it, all what is needed is to execute on the plan. I, I don't think there's not much to do about what it's how you do it and the commitment to execute on it. Okay, let's talk about what 
what to do. I mean, your predecessor had a 90-day action plan, which, uh, and I'll go through just some of them, and perhaps we'll take them one by one. To, for instance, he said of priority, immediate priority was to deal with the liquidity position uh, and solvency of, of the business. What are your plans with regards to that reviewing of the SAA network? Look, it's it's my first day now, but obviously it's very, very clear that the the challenges are still similar. What is important is to make sure that you bring that the airline into a positive cash position so that you buy a bit of a runway to so be able to execute, to organize yourself uh, in this area. So really looking at tight cash management, uh, making sure that uh, you, you focus on cash flows, uh, making sure that you focus on building customer experience, even uh, even if... Uh, there, there are challenges in terms of that which are more systemic. Customers still need attention. They still need to choose as a head of competition. But most importantly is to look at the cash position because a business that has no cash flow uh, has no has no life. So we need to focus on that. Once we have done that, then we can reset uh, the, the 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 strategy and execute. And some of the things are much will take a bit longer because it means renegotiating contracts. Uh, but there are certain things that are in the in the near term to unlock uh, cash with. In SA, which I think we're go- I'm going to focus on that together with my executive team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want us to talk about um, the contractual burdens in just a moment, but uh, let's talk about uh, creating cash flow. Have you thought about uh, future options for funding for the business? And there are those who have s- simply said, just go the privatization route. Is that something that do you think should be an option for SA? Yeah, look, I think if, uh, if, if we look at the the pronouncements by the minister, the shareholder, during the medium-term budget policy statement. So in those pronouncements, there is a clear indication that uh, f- new funding mechanisms for SA will have to be found in the long term. Uh, when he, he talks about the decision to look at the strategic equity partner, so that that's one direction that talks about how then do you recapitalize SA in the long run. Because whatever we're doing now, this is a kind of a short-term relief, but the underlying uh, challenge with SA is that you're going to have to relook the fleet, you need to rationalize it, you need to refresh it so that the product is competitive. To do that you're going to need money and where you get the money, the SEP the will be able to bring that to help us to capitalize the business and also brings a degree of operational uh, synergies depending who we choose and, and how they operate if you like. But there's, uh, you're in the process and obviously while understanding that you knew and decisions have been made before you but uh, the airline is in the process of cutting uh, uh, flights so I mean doesn't that already disadvantage you in terms of competitiveness given the fact that we're uh, facing huge pressure from Middle Eastern uh, air carriers who, who've made serious inroads especially yeah. on the African market. So in fact uh, if you look at the African market which means they're more the regional the regional uh, uh, routes if you like the the decision around from SA is, is less about cutting uh, the, the routes. It's more about making sure that we use the right gauge of metal for that type of route. Whether that metal or which means that aircraft is coming from SAA directly or is coming through some of the uh, franchise partners. So we still take care of the customer experience end to end. So effectively, we are optimizing the the use of assets to get better return on investment. But in the same process, we're defending the, the market by making sure we deploy the metal from our own franchise partners to still hold into the market until we get better organized. Of course, it's some of the routes which are more domestic, you, you have to look at uh, 
what kind of uh, is it a full service carrier uh, airline that you uh, uh, that is uh, aircraft that you put there or you you use some of our own mango services so the big thing is how you coordinate the timing between pulling out versus deploying the partner as well as pulling out versus deploying mango and choosing the right time in terms of scheduling so I'd, I'd, it's not a pull out it's a case of saying use the right gauge of aircraft, whether that comes through, through Airlink as a franchise partner, so, but the customers will still take of the customer experience, will still own up to the, to, to, for those passengers to be carried through. Okay, so let's talk about those contractual burdens. Obviously, part of the reason you've experienced such negative coverage also has been down to the uh, lease of aircraft and how that particular deal has been uh, structured. What is the sense that you you have about how you're going to deal with some of those issues? Look, I think the the the, the big part of it is uh, being very clear about uh, the major drivers of success for us in terms of both the yield improvement, the type of aircraft for the specific route, but also going in to look at the the internal governance processes to make sure that we 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 become very very strong and resilient on that without without being slow in decision making so we're going to have to go through all those things and really look uh, every kind of uh, of contract that we have look at it also not purely from a point of view of uh, governance only but also look at it from a point of view of uh, are there opportunities for for cost optimization within those type of contracts. So there's no other way we're going to have to look. So there's nothing is not under consideration at SA today. There's a portfolio we need to work with. LTTS is very, very clear about what we need to do, and we have to execute on that, including reviewing contracts, both from a point of view of cost optimization, but also strengthening governance. Speaking of the LTTS, part of uh, one of the things that was identified as a need is the improvement of internal and external uh, communication. And I think it's fair enough to say at least your relations with uh, unions at the moment are somewhat held to skelter or, or, or would require improvement. What, what, what do you have in mind in improving that? Look, I think they're more than just the unions. I think one of the key things is that when you drive a change like this, organizational culture becomes very, very critical. If you're going to drive a transformation, a business transformation of this sort, you need everybody interested. You need every person in SAA understanding clearly what their role is and what are the implications of them acting or not acting consistently to the plan, but most importantly, being clear about the trade-offs that needs to be made. And there's going to be heightened engagement with uh, labor, with uh, employees of SAA. Uh, the operating model of how we are going to execute on the LTTS is not going to be based on the exco sitting there and just crafting a few ideas and pushing them through the system. People are going, the, people's insights and and support will be enlisted, and they will have a choice whether they have to con- they want to contribute or not. But we're we'll going to be reaching out extensively throughout the organization.